another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. Here we go, and it's another day, another wonderful way of starting a fabulous day with Jenny Baxter in Antibes in France. Of course, I'm Melanie Walker here in Johannesburg, and we're talking about what is the news when it comes to South Africans, not just at home in South Africa, but also around the world. And a very warm welcome. Jenny's in a lovely T-shirt, and I'm wrapped up in a very warm, woolly jacket. <laughs> How the now. tables have turned. Oh, How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? Happy Africa Day. Oh, is it Africa Day today? It's Africa Day. So it's clearly not a public holiday in South Africa. No, 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 no. Um, Well, happy Africa Day, everybody, all the Africans, and uh, keep that African spirit going. That's all we can say. Yeah, so uh, what is happening with South Africans? um, I mean, especially the, the news that you've had coming up on your site in the last week or so. Oh, so much, so much. I see you've got the German Chancellor in South Africa at the moment. I think he just finished off yesterday. There's just so many countries sort of meeting with South Africa at the moment and trying to improve relations and and investing to help business. So there's a lot mm. of positive stuff. Um, there's obviously the awful floods. I mean, you know, somebody uh, said, again. someone said this is like the sequel to a horror movie because, you know, they already had the most horrific floods just last month. And then mm. again this weekend, and they're, you know, one of the many organizations and people that have stepped in is the Australian High Commission. And they're very clever. They, they have this kind of direct program that they can just feed money straight through to the recipients and they mm. are doing it straight to gift of the givers. So they met with Fantastic. Dr. Suleiman and it's going to go towards helping to rebuild a lot of those schools that got destroyed. So mm. thank you, Oz. No, sheesh. Yeah, thank you to Oz and, and thank you for stepping up and making sure that the money goes to the right place. And thank you, of course, to Gift of the Givers who, I mean, we, we can never kind of praise them enough, quite frankly, doing all the stuff that our government should be doing. So let's just hope that that continues. But I mean, it's like, no, we sit there and you say it's like the second kind of part of a, a horror movie and like monkey pox going on around the world. I know. Somebody <laughs> but at least it's not inside. Africa. No, no, confirmed, not in South Africa. Someone just sent me a video of a guy whose face is a monkey saying, oh, you know, this monkey pox, you must take it seriously, blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh no. dear. But oh, anyway, no. it's not nearly as infectious and there's no Well, it has to get in through cuts and things, so it's not like airborne or, you know… Touching born. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. So there we go. That's that's the stuff that's happening here in South Africa. What news have you got for expats or around the happening. world? Well, quite a bit happening at Mount Everest right now. So last week, um, Remy Kluis, do you know that organization that uh, that is at the Ponte? 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 Um, yeah, Ponte Towers. La Lange, yeah. Thank you. They, so, so they raise money, they do interesting walks and everything. And then when you mm. buy that, it raises money for children uh, to have a safe learning environment, kids in the city who would, you know, otherwise be on the streets. So it is a big Yeah, brilliant. I went and worked with them a couple of years ago on, on Mandela Day. Um, oh, and we went and actually cleared up the area so we could put a garden together at the bottom of Ponte. Oh, and they, they would like 
so involved in making it a, a safe environment for kids. Oh, it's great. It's, it's such a great thing. And so what Remy's done is she's on a campaign to raise funds for them. And so she just, she just became the very first South African to ever summit both Mount Everest, which is the highest mountain in the world, and Mount Lotse, which is the fourth highest and kind of mm-hmm. nearby. She did both of them in 24 hours. <laughs> oh my nerves, I can no. hardly run up my staircase twice. <laughs> so it's like amazing, amazing. And she's the first South African female to ever summit um, Mount Lotse as well. Whoa. Yeah. Well done, Remy. That's absolutely awesome. Sheesh, that's quite a mission. Yeah. I have no desire to go and climb tall mountains. I don't like heights and I don't like cold, so that's not going to happen. Um, so, <laughs> no, I have no desire to do Kili or any of those things. No. no. Um, and then, well, you might, you might want to do this, is um, Pierre Carter, so also a South African. He mm-hmm. just became the first person to legally paraglide off Mount Everest. So that was because there's a problem with that again, Jenny. You have to go up the mountain where it's cold (laughs) and it's high. Okay. Oh, (laughs) maybe you can get a helicopter to drop you there and then you paraglide off. Yeah, I do that. That I'd be quite happy to do. Yeah, Yeah, okay. So, but he's not the first person to do it. Four other people have, I think three other people have already done it. But, um, he's the first one to legally do it, which means he had to ask for permission and pay like $36,000 for the permission, which did include food. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but well done to him as well. Well, well done to all of these people who are mad enough to go and climb mountains. Um, <laughs> I know that I, was, I interviewed uh, Robbie Kotayan, um not too long ago um, after he'd like broken his legs completely. And he's also raising money to go and do something for South Africa on another climb as well. So I'll, I'll keep you updated with that one yeah. too. And, but and, something- and you know, Pierre was also raising money, but he, yeah. he was also very good because he said he knows right now South Africans have a few other things that they want to raise money for, you know, rather yeah. than just a guy who wants to go live an adventure. <laughs> yeah. 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 So rather give the money instead of asking for money. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. But one thing that is very much closer to my heart, of course, it's Chelsea Flower Shows on yes. this week. Yeah. And um, I'm going to be, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to be rushing off to go and watch it on BritBox because I found out yesterday that, oh, you can watch stuff from BritBox. And I was like, I remember the days of sitting and watching, uh, what was it, in those days, BBC Prime. And yeah. they used to have every day, you know, the televised stuff that was coming from the BBC. BBC about what was happening at Chelsea with Alan Titchmarsh and uh, Dermot Gavin and all those people talking about it. And we haven't been able to see that recently. They'd, people seem to have lost the thrill of gardening. But I'm quite sad to see that for the first time in over 50 years, I think it is, that South Africa has not sent across an exhibit. I know. So the Kirstenbosch Botanical Gardens weren't sponsored this year, unfortunately. You know, I, I checked it up, and in 2019, they had won gold for South Africa for 37 years running. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they were phenomenal. So, so it's greatly sad that they're not there. But as I was telling you just before the show, the great news, though, is that it's actually South Africans who have sponsored this, uh, you know, I, th- I think Chelsea Flower Show is one of the most famous flower shows in the world. It um, is the famous, yes, yes. So, so it's pretty <laughs> spectacular that it's South Africans. And it's um, Kurs Becker, who's the chairman of NASPERS, and his partner, Karen Ruas, who was the editor of Elle magazine. And I think that they have 
Babylon, I can't pronounce it. Babylon's Turin. Uh-huh. They have that. And so they've taken, <laughs> they've taken something very similar to that, that concept to Somerset mm. in England. And they have, it's called the Newt, which yeah. is some little bug in the river there. And they, they have these amazing gardens. They, they have a bee hotel where you can really learn the, the importance of bees. Um, mm-hmm. and they have some shows themselves on at the Chelsea Flower. Show. So if anybody does go from London, send us pictures. It was World Bee Day last week as well. We didn't even talk about it. I'm not talking about a bee day like you have in France. Okay. I'm talking yeah. about the actual World Bee Day. So I'm yeah. so glad that people are like <laughs> looking after the hardest workers on our little planet here. But it, it, it is Did really sad that. Viv, uh, sorry. Yeah? I don't know if you saw Viv for Mark woke up this morning. <laughs> and she's been, yes, I saw she's been prepping. Yeah. And she prepped with everything and forgot to prep and in hoarding toilet paper. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Viv, really, come on now. (laughs) And her car's broken down and her driver's license is expired, so she can't rent a car, so she's stuck at home with no new role. That's so We'll just have to go and throw toilet paper over the wall to her. Yeah. Oh goodness me, oh, she just no. make me laugh. Um, oh, and by the way, but yeah. just talking about Babylon's Turin, if you Wait. ever want to, if you haven't been there, it's down in the Western Cape near Stellenbosch. If you haven't been there, then Monty Don, when he was asked in South Africa, he went there and he did a lovely video about the place. So you can always go in and, and enjoy it. I mean, Monty Don is like, he's one of my heroes. Okay. I love everything he's done around the world in 80 gardens. Um, his shows on the uh, telly overseas and you can get it all on YouTube and whatever. Fantastic. Really worthwhile watching. Oh, great. And I would say just go and have a look at the gardens there. All right. But anyway, what have we got in the way of news from expats? You know, we've spoken before about the, uh, what is it? The youthful coding. Remember when they broke a record and got over 10,000 students learning this coding when you don't have a computer and you play with these uh, games, rangers and tanks. Um, mm. And, you know, it alerts some South African expats who are so supportive. And it turns out that the vice president of Amazon, one of the vice presidents of Amazon, is a guy called David Brown, who is a South African expat. So he became involved. And then he announced this weekend through a Zoom call to two very lucky young I think year seven learners that he's mm-hmm. personally going to sponsor them to go to a, a beautiful new school. I think Alexander Road High School, um, for high, so, so, you know, that's sort of changing their futures. Mm. Um, just, just fabulous. So thank you to him. And, and obviously always thank you to Prof. Jean Greiling, who raises awareness and is, is part of this campaign. Mm. Okay. Fantastic. You. Yeah. Brilliant. So there's that. And then I don't know if you saw Trevor Noah went to Switzerland. So it's long been his dream because, you know, his father is South African. His father was from there, yeah. Yeah. And his mother's obviously South African. And he wrote some lovely things just about how, you know, the the only other guy he knows is Roger Federer, who has Mm. one South African parent and one Swiss parent. So the two of them sort of have similar genes. And and Roger Federer actually showed Trevor Noah around Switzerland and yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah really just very nice. sweet. Very, very nice, yeah. And then this morning we oh, and last night we have news of Princess Charlene or Charlene, who's down the road from me here in Monaco. Mm-hmm. 
she a beautiful picture where she's just looking fabulous and very fashionable. So she went to the Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, <laughs> to the Monte Carlo Fashion Week Fashion Awards show last night yeah. with her daughter. So one of the very first outings, just the two of them, dressed up her daughter beautifully. A stunning photo. They both look beautiful. She said how wonderful it was preparing her daughter for the evening, and her daughter just looked so happy. And then this morning, she actually, she, the, the newspapers here are reporting, you know, she spoke to them very rarely last night and just said how mm. painful this whole experience has been. Shame how, um, she is still, her health is still fragile. So she's taking it easy. And, you know, that her husband, Prince Albert II, has actually been incredibly supportive and that, it's really hard living your life, you know, where little things in your in your family can be magnified by the media, um, mm. and that that has not been easy for her. Oh, shame, man. Well, yeah. I wish her well as well from from my side. Um, uh, there's a lot of people who, I mean, a, a lot of people with their health issues, and uh, just to, oh, I know it's a bit of a downer, but this week has just also been a very bad week for seeing people who have done so much for various things in South Africa, uh, be it from the entertainment side, from the financial side, or from the wildlife side, like passing away. So Jamie yeah. Bartlett, the wonderful actor, um, who was like all over the stage and screen, and um, everybody's in shock about his death. Mike what happened with Jamie? No, we haven't heard yet. Oh, okay. um, waiting to hear. And then um, Tony Fitzjohn as well, who was involved with Lions. I saw that uh, John Varty put up a, a thing about that. I was interested to see that, uh, you know, because John was married, is married to... Um, TV yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's had a major medical issue because I hadn't seen or heard from her for years. So I thought, well, let me just go and check on what she's doing. And I didn't realize how she's been battling with her health as well. Oh, with, um, with what specifically? Do you know? Oh, I'd have to go back and have a look again. I think but, it was um, her birthday a week or two ago. I saw he did yes. a... He, he, he sang for her and did a fantastic... Yes, it was beautiful, yeah. yeah. So it was so lovely to see the pictures of her at the moment. She just still looks absolutely glorious. And uh, yeah. uh, everybody's favorite newsreader. Yeah, yeah she was so great. True. Okay. Okay, so what have we got in the way of local good news then? Well, we have already mentioned about David Brown helping the, the students here. Mm -hmm. oh, then there's a guy. Um, he was basically discovered when he was 10. He's known, he's a surfer guy, and he's known, and he's still a teenager, he's known as Surprise. So he goes by the name Surprise, and he is a surprise. I think his full name is Tokozo uh, Mapumulu. And mm -hmm. his father was working for a surf uh, company and the owner, who was a former surf pro himself, noticed mm -hmm. how good Surprise was on a skateboard. And their two sons became best friends. And so his son took Surprise out and got him surfing. And Surprise has now yesterday headed off to El Salvador to represent yeah. South Africa at the World Junior Championships. And on top, surprise, surprise, <laughs> and 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 it's so 
so amazing. Uh, the day before yesterday, he was uh, swimming in the surf in Durban, and yeah. it just came across a protea. <laughs> Somebody had obviously dropped it off a boat or something, but it seemed quite significant that as he goes to represent South Africa, a king protea falls into his hands that represents South Africa. <laughs> that's fairly, fairly arbitrary, a thing to find in the middle of the ocean, I that's know. for sure. South Africa's <laughs> national flower. Yeah. Yeah. That's and cool. South Africa's hopefully national junior surfing champion soon. Yeah, he's Let's already the KZN champion. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really hoping, really hoping. He's, I mean, this guy's got his mind set on dreams. He's got many years ahead to make his dreams yeah. come true. Yeah. Okay, now what's this is about uh, match officials at FIFA? Oh, just, you know, obviously South Africa is not going to be playing. However, two South African match officials have been selected for the FIFA World Cup, uh, which is in Qatar later this year. So, mm -hmm. well done to Victor Gomez and Zakele Siwela. Pretty good. And that is yeah. thanks to Showmax, you know, because until really? a few years, yeah, because until a few years ago, you only got match officials who were from the big urban places, you know, who mm -hmm. had the, the money and were exposed to it. And Showmax has done these sponsorships where they go into the outlying areas and do training sessions and are just bringing sport to everybody and, 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 you know, of a national level. So, mm. so these two guys, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, Showmax sponsorship that's enabled us and well done Showmax yeah <laughs> bringing us and talking about Showmax what have we got in the way of entertainment um, that's coming up on Showmax we've got a a a trailer that you can watch. It's only coming up on June 23, I think, of um, Pulse, this new horror TV series, which was filmed in South Africa and Mauritius. The Hollywood mm -hmm. Reporter has seen it and say that it's one of the 25 buzziest series for the year. So, mm -hmm. so it's, it's, it is looking good. And it's actually, it's Showmax and France's Canal Plus, who've co-produced okay. it together. So it's, 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 I just, I love all the countries all help McCarring. Getting together and helping each other. Yeah, help yeah. McCarring. No, I like that. That's a good, that's a wonderful <laughs> verb. Well yeah. done on that Afrikaans verb, Jenny. Um, <laughs> yeah, you. I won't be watching it because, um, I'm afraid horror is just definitely something I'm, I'm not into. Big mountains. I know. Oh, imagine a horror on a big mountain. They did say that, that one of the actors who I'm sure you would know, but whose name I forget now. Anyway, he said that he thinks with the pandemic and everything, people had, had, had like so much fear inside them that the reason that horror movies are on the rise right now is everybody just needs these horrors to just get, get all the fear out of them, you know, to mm, just have, mm big fat releases, just release the fear kind of thing. So yeah, it could no. be right. But yeah. Okay. All right. What else? What what will entertain me? You personally I know you're not a Tom Cruise fan, but I'm, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a not a fan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well Top Gun I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Tom Cruise. However, remember mm -hmm. I told you I went last week, I was going to the, um, the rendezvous. Yes. The rendezvous was divine and mm -hmm. he kind of blew me away with how 
inspiring he was. You know, you just, you just suddenly want to start taking notes and, and, and just making your life, like you just don't want to watch life when you are with somebody like him. It's just, and he said another thing that I also found interesting. I've interviewed so many people over the years who say, you know, I'm doing this from the heart. And even if it only touches one person, that that's all that matters to me. And I always thought how humble and beautiful that was. But actually, I now realize that's kind of egotistical. And Tom Cruise has this totally different opinion where he says, I'm doing it always for the audience. All I'm thinking about is what's the audience going to love. Mm. And you can really see it with Top Gun Maverick. It is, you know, even if you don't like action movies, which I don't. Um, I love them. Yeah, yeah, you know, you really <laughs> love it because you are sitting in the cockpit there. You are on the adventure. It's, but I'm going to have to get my kids to watch Top Gun, the original Top Gun first before we watch this yes, one. Yes, yes, and then it'll make it really special. Also watch that Val Kilmer documentary, Val, that's on Netflix. Mm. And then watch Top Gun Maverick. It's 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 really special. There's a moment with Val that's amazing. Because Val's lost his voice or something, hey? Well, yeah, he doesn't well, he have a voice anymore. Cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's it's really interesting and beautiful. And and he's really cool because they it's it's not about the past movie. This is a whole new some divine mm. guys. There's lots of eye candy. Um, Ooh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll like, definitely be watching it. <laughs> it's really good like that. But <laughs> Val, so, so they didn't really invite back apart from Tom Cruise. They didn't invite back any of the previous actors. Mm. And Val actually said he's never too proud to beg so he begged him and and he got oh. in yeah and it's, oh. and it's so worth it i'm so glad he did okay yeah. and um what is savage beauty about well it's south african and it's on netflix mm-hmm. and it's about some dark secrets in the beauty world that this family has a beauty empire it's apparently really good and has been trending in the top 10 around the world. I started watching it last night, but it was a bit late and, and it begins a little bit scarily with blood. But oh, once, I think okay. once I get past the blood, it'll be good. <laughs> so it's not about a pride of lions going and taking out everybody, just a pride of <laughs> cougars. <laughs> yes. Bunch of cougars, possibly. <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay, enough of that. All right, so what have you got coming up? Uh, what are you going to be doing in the next week and bringing to well, SA people? I'm really excited. You know Adrian Ruiz, um, who is the DA Shadow Minister of Home Affairs? Mm-hmm. Shadow Deputy Minister of Home Affairs. Well, he has just sent us this second, uh, as we were connecting, an article that we will be publishing later today that is about the debate they had in Parliament yesterday, and he's given us the lowdown on the situation and how the DA is now pushing for the situation to improve for South Africans living abroad. You know, mm-hmm. while it takes you two weeks to get your passport, sometimes shorter, the average time for a South African abroad is now becoming 18 months to two years. You know, when it was six months, that was bad. It's just incredibly disrespectful. So, and Yeah, no, I mean, as I said, we got ours within what, in less than a week, we got yeah. our South African passports yeah. sorted. Oh, and by the way, they've also changed um, a ruling because when I try to get my children's ID books, they weren't allowed, this is two years ago, they weren't allowed to have smart IDs because to have a smart ID, even though you were born in South Africa, you had to have one parent who had been born in South Africa. So they couldn't have them. But when we went to go and apply for the passports, they said, oh, well, you can apply for a smart ID as well. So they've changed that now, that if you're born in South Africa, 
you can get a smart ID. Oh, okay, good. I mean, it no makes longer it easier the green book. for paperwork as well. Or no, non-paperwork for digital work. I'm quite happy with my little green book. <laughs> yeah, I've got my little green book, but some people, when I have young South Africans come here, they don't even recognize it because they're no, just so used I know. to it. Yeah. Uh, but then youngsters don't remember a time before television either. So, (laughs) (laughs) or computers or cell phones. Yeah, all those things. But fortunately, we get to enjoy it. And that's why we can bring this to people all over the world from two people on other sides of the world. Jenny, it's always a pleasure to chat to you. We'll catch up again with you next week. And of course, remember, everybody get on to www.sapeople.com or pop across to Facebook and go and share your stories, your good news stories, any videos, any pictures that you've taken. I'm sure Jenny would love to see them. And you'll just if you're overseas and you find something interesting, let us know as well. What do you think, Jen? Yes, good idea. Please. Thanks, Mal. See you next week. We'll catch up with you. Yep. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.